Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros podcast. Welcome, welcome. It's a very different feeling being on a ship, and I'm not saying it mentally or uh, any other sense of the word. I mean it literally. It's a very f- different physical feeling when the ship is running. You can hear the thump of the engine, the vibration all the way up, and if you've been here long enough, you can even uh pick up on the rough rpm of the engine and uh, you can tell what's going on it almost feels like the ship's beating hard and even it's it's everywhere even if you're sitting you're standing as long as the main engine is turning you can feel it and you learn to ignore it but it's it's like a reassuring kind of a pulsating rhythm that tells you that the ship is alive and everything is everything is fine and it's uh, you know as long as the ship's alive you're taken care of but every now and then that thumping heart comes to a stop when things go wrong and we <laughs> engineers are faced with let's say one of the one of the two most dreaded words uh, that uh, an engineer can face a blackout and this is exactly what happened a couple of days ago and yeah unsettling to be to be honest because you get into a kind of a rhythm and you sort of uh become uh, arrogant even complacent you feel like nothing's going to happen you feel like everything is good you almost there you almost just another few days and you'll be in port and then that's it you don't have to worry about this anymore this journey is over but every now and then something happens and then you're jolted back to reality and that's another uh i remember last week i was talking about lessons you learn at sea that nobody talks about and at least as an engineer i can tell you one thing it's a very humbling kind of an experience you are shown your place if if a machine doesn't want to cooperate doesn't want to work with you it's not a damn thing you can do about it it's got a it's got its own mind it's got its own tendencies you can try as you might it's it's just going to do its own thing and uh, ask anybody who's tried to work on let's say a stubborn freshwater generator it just doesn't want to work it will whatever you do it's not going to work and you have to uh, give it your all uh, your time and attention entire tlc everything to get it going again but it's a humbling experience it brings you down to earth it's it makes you realize you're not invincible there are forces much much greater than you in play and then you have to bow down to them from time to time but uh, yeah as i'd mentioned in my previous episodes uh, our one of our generators is not responding really well uh, they sent us a few emails from the office about uh, changing the settings on the governor because the governor was in fact overhauled in triduck and uh, since then it's not it's not been sitting right um so we've been we had been having preferential trips but uh, managed to retain power and every time we would go back to the trends and we would see that uh, there was a dip in frequency uh, because of some big uh, motor or a compressor starting and then uh, it triggers a uh, preferential trip but well, this time 
and we had received fr- uh, fresh instructions uh, that morning. I was busy doing something else. So the chief and the third went and made the adjustments, and it all seemed fine. And then around three thirty, three forty, I remember just past the coffee break. Um, I was just planning work for the next day. In fact, I was doing some paperwork when we uh, when I heard the uh, breakers go off, and I was like, "Yeah, this again." And then a few seconds later, all the lights went out, and uh, yeah, that thumping I was talking about—that reassuring thump of the engine—just sort of started to die down slowly, and we realized it's a blackout. And um, it's 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 very important to keep your nerve in these uh, these uh, times because if you don't, if you lose your cool, if you panic, it'll get out of hand. You know, if you if you don't control the narrative it'll start controlling you so straight away we knew what to do and we knew what had happened and luckily it was not a full blackout it was a partial blackout we did lose power but the other generator did start and here's the thing even with no fuel pumps running uh, the generator just sort of draws the fuel towards it because the fuel pumps are in motion as long as it picks up rpm before the lights go out it's just going to draw its own fuel and i've i remember on some different shift we had a blackout and uh, the generator just kept running without even any fuel pumps uh, going on and it just that was it it just kept drawing its own creating its own suction in the line so the generator did come online and then we had power but we had nothing we had no pumps running and the main engine was at 60 rpm but the lube valve pumps had tripped everything had tripped and uh, So yeah, we got uh, straight away. The first thing you have to focus on is care about your generator straight away because it's got no cooling on it. The lubricating pump is engine driven in most cases, so you have lubrication but you have no cooling, and uh, these things tend to overheat fairly quickly. So you got to get the uh, pumps running, an LT pump running, and you have to have a cooling for your LT pump running. So you got to get a seawater pump running straight away. In addition to that, get your fuel pumps going straight away. Supply pump, circulation pump, get that supply going. Once you have the generator stabilized, now you switch over to your uh, main engine, lube valve pump, straight away. If the bridge hasn't called, uh, call them, tell them to come to dead slow ahead and stop straight away. You have to do this within a matter of within the first minute. Alarms are going to be going off. People are going to be running. You have to tune all of that out. That's just that's just how it is. and even if people are losing their mind around you people are panicking running around which did happen there were a lot of instructions being barked across the uh, engine control room but you have to ignore all of that and you have to stay in the zone and take control of the narrative <sighs> once you get the lube oil pump going get the jackets going uh so make sure your engine is back to a complete stop go through the pump page and then you don't have to you don't wait to start everything from the computer panel switch everything to local on the switchboard and then start the pumps over there get everything going if you had your exhaust gas boiler running get your circulation pumps running because you can't you don't shouldn't have it without uh, circulation for a very long time and then you start attending to the alarms once you have everything going on the main engine again depending on where you are we were in the middle of the atlantic um straight away get in touch with the bridge tell them to go to dead slow ahead at least get the ship moving get some 
propulsion going, get some steering going, get everything on. And that's the clarity that you need to have when dealing with these things. You cannot second guess yourself. You cannot improvise in these situations. It has to be almost robotic. Your response has to be robotic to a point where you don't have to look up a checklist. You have to just know these things. They are, they are they make us do a lot of these uh, simulator courses where you're supposed to bring the ship alive from a dead ship condition and it's it comes in handy and it's good that it's a computer simulation and it tells you what went wrong and what's going on and uh, yeah so yeah, and then uh, I was talking to a friend and then he reminded me that on the previous episode I talked about whistling and then got me thinking I was in fact whistling in the in the control room when I mean, shortly before we had the blackout. And then he told me he was doing some work on the generators on his ship and he was whistling. And then two hours later, a lube oil pipe broke and there was oil everywhere. So maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something to it. I mean, there's no smoke without fire, they say. Maybe there is something there. I don't know. I'm certainly not going to do it as often anymore, I'll say that. But yeah, barring that, it's been fairly... Uh, uneventful, I would say. Towards the end of the month, we had uh, pretty much finished all of our uh, planned maintenance. Just focus on monthly reports and uh, some paperwork. Um, yeah, and a lot of lot of cleaning. Uh, the engine room is completely painted now, and we had switched over to getting the engine control room floor waxed because it looked like uh, like looked like a bus stop. To be honest, it was really bad. But uh, now it's now it's a lot better. So yeah, this was a major highlight, and it's, it just sort of came out of the blue, and it kind of uh, upset the rhythm a bit because still then everything was fine. Post that, uh, we got an email saying we are delayed, so we slowed down, and then we got another email which said no, we have to maintain our original ETA, so we sped up again. Which is kind of the story of Africa. You just get a lot of ETA changes. I won't be surprised if they call again tomorrow morning to reduce RPM. And uh, yeah, just got to follow these whims and fancies. They they don't stop chasing you. Barring that, not much happened. We had a barbecue this evening. Had a fantastic sunset. I mean, it's just been insane. Uh, this Atlantic at this point, it's just been so good. There's been no moon uh, high pressure all the way, clear nights, clear days, perfect sunrises and sunsets. It's just fantastic. And since we're heading uh, roughly north-northwest up, and then the sunsets are just outside my window. I don't even have to leave my cabin. It's right there. It's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, uh, Monday morning, 11 o'clock, as of now, we're going to be in Ghana. That's our first port where we're going to have seven crew members change. It's going to be a new, pretty much half new crew in the engine room. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a while to get them up to speed uh, and to get them up to the new uh, manning model and see what's expected of them. But yeah, it's what we do. It's what we're here for. And yeah, that's about it. Okay. Off to some listener questions now. It wasn't actually a listener question, but I was uh, I received a text from a friend and 
शीड आस्क मी टू वॉच सीरीज आई कॉन्ट रिमेम्बर वॉट शी रिकमेंडेड बट एंड देन आई आई टोल्ड हर नेटफ्लिक्स एज एन वर्क हेयर एंड शी फॉर सम रीजन कुंड बिलीव और कुंड फैदम अ वर्ल्ड वेयर नेटफ्लिक्स एंड दीज एप्स वर्ल्ड वर्किंग एंड देन इन गॉट मी थिंग लेट मी टॉक अबाउट दिस दैट द इंटरनेट इज येस इट्स बैड इट्स बिन इट हैज बिन बैड and it's been bad to a point where i was thinking should i even record this episode because i'm pretty sure it's not going to get uploaded i had haven't even checked the score for the united atletico madrid game today nothing opened i got a notification for the community shield apparently liverpool have beaten man city 3-1 but i didn't get a notification for the united game nothing on whatsapp it's just dead nothing works i'm just recording this hoping it gets better by tomorrow and i can upload it but uh, yeah What was I saying? Oh yeah, these apps. So YouTube is completely blocked. Netflix works, but it's very slow. If you use VPN, then it can work. And again, if you use a free VPN, then it doesn't work. If you have one of those paid VPN things, it can work. Uh, Amazon Prime works. I remember on my last trip, I had downloaded uh, episodes of the Grand Tour on Amazon Prime. That worked. Hotstar in India we have an app called Hotstar Disney Plus Hotstar they have a tie up that doesn't work at all because it senses you're in a different region doesn't open uh other apps Spotify doesn't work apparently it's blocked Apple Music works but it does a very weird thing like if you've even if you've downloaded a song and you play it and your Wi-Fi is on it's it tries to download the lyrics or something and it just doesn't play even if it's downloaded on your phone So what you got to do is you got to switch off your Wi-Fi and then play the song and then it plays right away but if you have your Wi-Fi on it doesn't work I don't know so it's it's a bit it's got this weird quirk and once it starts playing you switch on your Wi-Fi again then it's it just stays stays on very weird very very weird <sighs> Spotify I was told is blocked doesn't work the podcast app works but I sense that I can feel that they've reduced the bandwidth or they've controlled something because I cannot uh, even see if there's any new episodes uh, released by the shows I follow. I have to switch on my VPN and then uh, look for stuff, and then even then, it's it takes a while for things to show up. Uh, what else is there? Instagram is alright. Instagram works day and day out because I guess social media is important. Facebook works. Everything else works. And uh, staying on apps for a bit, I've had a I mean I was uh, eavesdropping kind of I was this was during the coffee break I was everyone uh, brings their phones out and they're always staring into their phones so I started reading a book but this time I caught two crew members discussing uh, stocks and they were talking about investments and they're all discussing and this and that and I was I was very interested and it was got me talking with them and they and I found out that the whole crew of the ship all seven eight of them they discuss what stocks are doing well and uh how much money they should invest in what stocks are not doing so well and they should pull out you know and then so i got talking with them and i'm like what is your strategy here how do you pick a stock well you know how do you decide what to do and where to put your money so the guys just said we look at nifty's 500 and whatever's not doing so well we pick that buy cheap stock and then once it does well we sell it and like okay in a in a nutshell that's Yeah, it can work out. It can, yeah. Then I, I mean, one of the things I'd done a course on investment uh, 
couple months, couple a couple years ago now, but I haven't really gotten into it that much. So I told them whatever I did learn. I told them about the candles. Told them about this website, tradingview.com. Uh, told them about uh, looking, you know, the signs you need to look for to and pick your moments when you got to invest and when you got to pull out. And uh, did that. And then in addition to that, they told me about this weird app that apparently everybody's got, at least on this ship, where you install the app, you do some minor registration work, you put in some money couple hundred dollars whatever and it returns a dollar or something every day and then if you keep it if you just stay there it keeps on giving you money and I don't know what the limit is but I found out that a guy put in a hundred dollars and then over a couple of months collected five hundred dollars and withdrew it and now it's it's hard cash then it got me thinking, this is probably money laundering, where you give in legitimate cash, they show it as uh, revenue, and they return black money to you. And then you figure it out, you figure what to do with it. So yeah, it's and this is a regular app on and some Android phones. I don't know if Apple has it, but it's there. People give them real cash, and they'll get black money in return, and they don't know what it is. Some guy said it's crypto, and I'm like, that's not how crypto works. But, yeah, people are, they all have it and they all discuss it in the morning that this guy withdrew, apparently one guy withdrew like a thousand dollars. Yeah, imagine, it's all, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to get into it because, uh, yeah, it just sounds wrong and it's, I don't know where the money is or what, what you're funding, I don't know what's going on, but it's a thing, yeah. Uh, yeah well but it's interesting that it's got it's got people thinking it's got people talking about investments and people are div trying to diversify not just relying you know they're not just relying on one source of income they all also want to uh, invest gain knowledge and all of them are monitoring stocks like all the time now and then it's i would say it's a good thing i mean why not why not just make your money work for you why just make it sit there and take control of the narrative that's basically what they're doing so yeah very interesting that app works bunch of other apps work but mostly the big one that is blocked completely is youtube youtube is just completely blocked iMessage is terrible at sea facetime is also terrible at sea whatsapp audio is all right whatsapp video depends uh, on a good day it'll work on most days it doesn't work but yeah there you have it it's the end of uh, week number seven if i'm not wrong and uh, it's the end of the month as well. Tomorrow is a Sunday. Not going to do much. Monday morning, 1st August, we're going to be in Ghana. And then it's a whole busy, busy coast that we're going to be encountering. The schedule as of now looks like I might go home on the 30th of September. So I do have another two months here. So I, I know I'm not, I might not leave on the exact 90-day mark. Uh, or maybe uh, maybe I won't. I probably want to have more days at home and uh, still haven't decided if uh, this will happen to be my last trip or if I'll come back for one more or two more. I haven't decided yet, but uh, it's nicer to have more time at home and it's just one round course around uh, China, which is going to be fairly quick and it's a matter of 20 days and I'm already here, so might as well. 
So yeah, 30th of September is what I'm looking at tentatively and then uh, I'm going to head back, stick around for a while and uh, yeah, see what happens. Alrighty, I'll hit you up again next week, same time with another episode and I will see you then. Good night.